Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Have you got a thumbnail I can use, sorry, you say? No, it won't work as a background. Just just Google Xbox Discord. Um, oh, okay. And you're, the first thing that comes up will be um, left side of the screen will be green, the right side of the screen will be purple. Just just use that. That will work. See what I mean. Xbox Discord. Oh uh, yeah, we're live by the way, so you can double check everything, but I'm pretty sure oh, okay, cool. everything will be fine. Uh, but yeah, sorry, yeah, so I I was here Friday night. Uh well I came over at like Friday lunchtime. Um and then I stayed like all of Friday and then I came back sort of Saturday morning, did my cricket. Um, but Tilly was at a, like a wedding, like a family wedding uh, yesterday. So I didn't bother going for the evening because she was out anyway. And then I drove back this morning just to hang out with her for the Sunday. Um, but yeah, I just, I've been pretty laid up with a bad back. I, I did it at cricket. You know, when um, I was just bowling and you know, when you just like feel it like pop, just like it was like the bottom. Uh, not really. No. It was like the bottom of my back. Like I literally just like felt it go. You've never had that before. I'm very surprised. I mean, it's it's just no. like when something just kind of goes in your back a little bit, and it's just I don't know. Most people I was speaking to, they're like, I've, "Oh yeah, I've, I've had that." You know, just I think I just landed funny, and it just fucked me up. Had other body parts pop? <laughs> Care to say which ones? <laughs> but entirely a mystery but okay I'm not seeing anything coming through on the stream I'm just going to refresh and have another look well I mean yeah it says end broadcast stop streaming you know I'm I'm going my end as far as I'm aware working now let me just check for audio oh we're kind of covering fine both logos for this xbox discord thing oh face cams that's fine i I just i know i assumed it would it just the colors will do (laughs) it's fine yeah yeah. (laughs) they need to do anything fancy actually do you know what last night um because i was was around with some friends last night you know we had some drinks then we came back um, and I came back and um, Beth was really tired, so she just went to bed. But I, I was just, I was like watching the, watching the boys, and um, I was just fiddling around with kind of like our logos and stuff. Because you know, I've always had like an idea of what I wanted to do for our logo. Um, yes, you have. I have like a particular shape that I really wanted to use because I think it's genius. Which is like a, a resume button, which is you know, it's a line and then a triangle. Mm-hmm. It's like a play pause resume button. Um. And then an X going off the side of the play button. Yeah. And obviously the X is obvious. But a one and an X 
it's Roman numeral for nine. This is the ninth generation of consoles. Jesus, man. That's the shape I've always had in mind I wanted to use. But I was fiddling around with it. I just couldn't make it work. I'll have to show you after. But I fiddled around with some stuff and I thought I did pretty well considering I am not a graphic designer. <laughs> no. I'll show you afterwards. But... You're, you're pretty decent though. Um, you're quite handy. Fiddled around. Like... I, I mean, I fiddled around with like editing software for like a decade now. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I've, I'm not an amateur by all means yeah and i've fiddled around with editing and stuff like that as well but i would still consider myself amateur but yeah um yeah it was it was fun what can i say um okay well everything seems to be going fine so that would a mystery fanta no it's raspberry fanta whoa or as you would say how would you say it you raspberry Raspberry? Raspberry? <laughs> raspberry. Raspberry, yeah. Raspberry. Yeah, raspberry. Um, yeah, I've never had it before, Just... man. And it's actually fire. Like, it's really good. I'm having a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> I don't need video games anymore. I just need yeah. raspberry fizzy drinks. I just need raspberry panther. All um, right. Shall we get jingling and then we can get started then? Yeah, let's do it. Um... Uh, all right, we're jingling. We're jingling, my dude. Okay, hi everyone. Welcome back to the Quick Resume Podcast. This is episode sixty-two, um, and I. My name is Deck, and I am joined by my beautiful co-host. Hello, my name's Tim. <laughs> His name's Tim, um, and you're here, hopefully, to talk about. Well, listen to us talk about the newest and the freshest Xbox news. Um, and there's been. Some very interesting things today. There's been Tim, Timothy, mm-hmm. been new Games Pass games. There's been t- not one, but two first party Xbox releases in the form of Forza Horizon Hot Wheels DLC. Um, as Dusk Falls, Grounded is getting an animated TV show. Uh, mm-hmm. Platinum Games might be looking to work with Xbox. Xbox and Discord are partnering together. Uh, for some integration and Minecraft says no thank you no thank you to NFTs so thank lots god. of nice stuff to talk about um, yeah thank god exactly so lots of nice stuff to talk about um, and if you if you're tuning in now either in the stream or later you know after you've recorded it because we appreciate most of our actual audience is American and for you this is at like four in the morning so this isn't really helpful for you nonetheless you probably watch it later um, why don't you hit the like button you know we are yeah. in the work for you that we'd, we'd like that that'd really help that'd be really really helpful so him um how are we doing yeah i'm doing all right not too bad i mean we went through it a little bit i can't remember if i was on air when i was talking about my back and everything but i'm a little bit <sighs> 28 man 28 starts going downhill I'll tell you what go downhill for years for me yeah, <laughs> don't be like twenty three. I've, I've, I've like been noticing my health getting worse, like very slowly. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I'm actually, I feel like I've noticed my health actually getting a little bit better since I took up like running and stuff like that over like the last like year or so. But then I've dropped it again, and I've had some hamstring injuries and stuff like that. And I think a part of the reason my back went is because of my recent hamstring injuries as well because you kind of compensate your body kind of compensates um and i think that's probably what it what it was um and i was i was putting in a little bit more effort this week with my bowling at cricket because i haven't like done like a full run up for like a month 
because my legs have been a bit short. So I was coming steaming in, I was bouncing people out and everything. And then yeah, it just kind of just popped. It kind of just went. I just caused pain this week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I was, and I was bowling <laughs> so well, and it sucks because we ended up losing the game. Unfortunately, people aren't here for a cricket podcast, oh, no. but whatever. Um, yeah, we ended up losing the game, and like I bowled like two, three solid overs opening up with my brother, like we normally do. We were looking really threatening. Ben ended up taking like four wickets as well. Um, but obviously, I was just taken out with this injury, and I had to come on again later. And I, I do think that changed the tide of the game because normally it's a bit. You know, when both ends have so much pressure Momentum. in cricket, it's yeah. it's very hard to do anything with it. Um, and yeah, we played East Grinstead, and um, we all know what East Grinstead is like. They cheated several times. Um, gotta love cricket. <laughs> gotta love a nice, friendly game of cricket. But you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to playing against like a rival team or you know a team that you don't yeah. like maybe not even in if you don't play sports you know in the gaming world right yeah you see that name pop up you know somebody teabags you game on yeah someone's just cheesing an op gun or like waiting on a spawn or something <laughs> right. like that you know you, you know the guys it translates from gaming to sport um, i like a bitch so funny yeah but um but yeah apart from that and i'm a bit laid up with my back um i'm pretty good man i'm not bad i've been doing where did it pop uh like right at the bottom like the bottom middle of my spine um and all the pain is going from the bottom it's not shooting up through my top or anything it's literally just all at the bottom of my back um which i feel like is probably the most common place for a back to go but um it is yeah but yeah um but hey, that just means I get to game more, right? I just get to lie down and I get to yes, game so. more. And that's what we're all here for. So. Yeah. Um, I think so. And yeah, no, I've been, um, as far as gaming is concerned, just been blitzing Monsanto Rise. Uh, I think I've got I've cracked triple figures in that game now. Over 100 hours. Let's go. Nice. Um, yeah, I think I am as well. Yeah. So that's really fun. That's awesome. We're still making our way through Sunbreak. Um, we're doing it quite slowly. So we're chasing armor sets and all that sort of stuff. We're not just like rushing to get to the flagships. Um, although I, I'm like, I think I might have a new favorite monster on my hands with the uh, with the Espinas. I haven't actually fought it yet, but I've I've seen it online and people fight it in Rise. That monster looks so cool. Do you, do, it's thorn. It's thorn. Yeah. Point, isn't it? do, yeah. Do you know what it does? Don't know what it does. No. Do you want to know what it does, or do you want, should I keep it spoiler free? Yeah, you can give a secret. I mean, I, I thought, I thought, I just, I, I know he's a thorny boy because I've seen him before in like games that never came to the West. But I, I assume he does something quite cool by what you're yeah, saying. He's... I assume he just whips thorns at everyone. Yeah, he, he is really cool. Like he's very, um, yeah, he's very unique as far as all the monsters um, that I've seen so far. And I just think he just looks really cool. Um, but yeah, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll keep it a secret then, and we can just fight him. I think we fight him quite soon anyway. So. Um, but yeah, so we're both still enjoying that and blitzing that. Um, I've been playing Miles Morales on my PlayStation 5. Fantastic. Great game. Uh, I think I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah. And uh, I recently actually booted up Final Fantasy 7 again, um, the, the remake, because the Integrade version came over into the PlayStation Plus Extra. Um, and, you know, I get to play that game at like, higher resolution and 60 frames now and um 60 frames does that game wonders i mean it does every game wonders but 
Final Fantasy VII <laughs> um, remake had some some pretty hefty drops in some moments and in fights and stuff like that. So playing it locked at sixty is is pretty pretty damn cool. Um, and I love me some Final Fantasy. So, um, but yeah, that's about it. Actually, surprisingly, nothing Xbox related I've been playing uh, this week. I was gonna say it was fucking absolutely no Xbox. Nintendo and PlayStation games. Yeah, yeah. I mean we're waiting on Dark Tide, aren't we? That's what we're waiting on. We are waiting on Dark Tide. Um, but you, or, or me? Uh, well, yeah. So I I've been playing as Dusk Falls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also finished off um, Cyberpunk. Um, um, yeah, I've been playing Monster Hunter Rise as well. Uh, as Dusk Falls um, came out to, I think, I think it's still settled on an open critic of seventy-seven, which makes me your open critic winner. Um, Does it for this week? Because uh, you yeah, went you, lower. You said, yeah, because I went lower. Yeah. I thought niche <laughs> and like like this really cool like art style it went for, and um, I don't know. I just thought like the topics it was covering were quite good as well. In a sense of like, a, I thought it'd create quite a good discussion uh, over social media and just in the gaming sphere, really. Um, and that's why I kind of went higher than most sort of Telltale games of its kind a little bit, just because of its uniqueness. Um, but I guess I was wrong. I mean, I, I can't blame you. I can't blame you. But I think it's just that the art style is triggering a lot of people. Triggering? Um, okay. Yeah, like from what I can tell, a lot of people are like, I'm not playing that, just because they, they see the art style and they're like, I'm not playing that. Um, I, I see the art style and I'm, that, that pulls me in. I, I'm, I'm completely the opposite. No. How weird. Yeah. yeah, I know. Some people are, are really like that, which which is really distressing because it's like it leads us down this whole narrow road of publishers and developers just being like hyper realism or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. Without that, we we would never have got Cuphead. We would never would have got Castle Crashes. You know, like Boardlands. Boardlands. Yeah, yeah, all these art styles which Crackdowns. stand out so vividly. Yeah, exactly. So. So that's a bit upsetting, but you know it is. It is what it is. Um, it's, it, it, I think they must have made that art style, knowing it's not going to be for everyone's tastes. Um, but seventy-seven, it's done well. You know, considering yeah. you know we said last week, it has to kind of. It's going to be a damn shame if it flops. And seventy-seven is, is a good score, especially for a game like doing what it is. Um, yeah. You know, uh, and I'm really impressed with it so far. I, I've played like I think the first two chapters. There, are, I think there are six total, um, and it's like it's very much like a crime drama. Um, okay. it's good man I, I don't really have much to complain about um, I think like I, I like the art style it, it took a bit of getting used to but when I say that I don't mean that I started off like oh this is horrible it's more that just becomes more engaging in the sense that people keep saying it's like a powerpoint presentation because it's like you know mm. one every 10 frames or whatever probably more than that but what starts happening is your mind starts sort of filling in the gaps between them yeah. You know? yeah um because you're not seeing constant expressions but the game gives you enough to like go off that um and uh, I, I think it runs into a couple of problems that i i think that like all st- choice driven games do in that you sometimes get a text so like choice that you pick and then the character says something which is related to that but not what you thought was going to have been said mm. you know i mean and, i think i, I think mean, some yeah. and i get that with pretty much all choice games like it'll be like oh tell them you don't like it and then you click it and they're like i 
fucking hate it. It's like, whoa. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> that's, that's not what I was like, you wanted to do. Yeah, because it's, it's, yeah, it's hard to, they need to be more specific about it. Yeah, because, yeah, if you just select, I don't like it, it's like, in your mind, you, you'd just be like, you, you let them down easy, was there? And you just talk, and you'd be like, yeah, it's not really for me. But then you click on it, like you said, yeah, he's like, fuck you, it sucks. And you're like, okay, that's not the bridge I wanted to burn. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, but for the most part, I think it, it, it runs into that problem way less than I have done in like other games. Uh, like I remember it happening in uh, like Witcher a few times. Uh, I think Fallout had made the, uh, the same problem for me. Um, but generally, the writing is is really strong and the voice acting is really strong. Like some of the best I've seen in the genre. Um, some of the best I've probably seen full stop. Um, it's really good. And I've always said this about choice based games is that you know a lot of people are like really dogmatic about how a choice-based game should be like especially with fallout like fallout don't voice the protagonist because you know it minimizes the potential for like all of these crazy options and things happening but mm. i'm kind of like because some people will, will be like oh the game doesn't really give you a choice it just gives you an illusion of choice and it's like but how am i to know how am i to know the difference unless the game says to me you you've gone down route x rather than route y or it pops up, you know, like the Telltale games do. It says like, uh, you know, person, person A or person B will remember that. You know, it gives yeah. you an indication that you've made a choice, which is going to have some sort of branching effect. You yeah. assume. Um, so that's the reason why I generally like I can take or leave like games with story based, like choice based stuff, because I'm not going to know the difference unless I spend all my time on YouTube or I do a second playthrough. You know, okay. um, yeah. as long as it's like cohesive and it makes sense together. But, as Dusk Falls does this thing where at the end of each chapter, you know, it zooms out and it shows you like this branching like dialogue tree and it shows you like what you've missed, what could have mm. happened. Um, it, oh, it leaves, it leaves the, the squares blank so you can't tell, which I really like because it, it gives you an idea of like, oh, wow, something really different would have happened if I had chosen that other decision there without giving the goose away. Yeah, I remember um, so, um, Detroit Become Human did the same thing. When it ends its chapters, right. it zooms out and just gives you all the... Um, different options um that that you could have had based on your choices does it also give you like a percentage based on how many other people picked that choice because detroit human did that as well so you can see if you were like in the minority of picking a specific choice or something or the majority no i don't think it does i don't i thought that was quite cool yeah I, I think that's quite cool as well um but it does like it's a lot more individualized in that the sense of like at the end of each chapter it gives you the game tells you what you are based on the decisions you made like some of them will be like oh you're a family person and the other ones it'll be like you're a quick decider other one was like you're scrappy because you've what you went for a fight and every decision and stuff like that you know yeah, um, which yeah. is really cool as well so like if you're playing multiplayer you know it will show you all and it'll even, it'll even give you um up with other people that you're playing with and say like oh you two chose the same thing consistently or you two like often shows like diametric opposites like things okay. like that um so just just nice things like that you can tell you know that they this was very much um like cherry on top features which they added in presumably the last year but it's all nice it all adds to the experience um, yeah and yeah i'm having a really good time with it at the moment i'm like this is this is an 8.5 for me um possibly even nine um, I can't floor, I really can't floor much with it unless the story takes a nosedive and that is entirely, like, mostly what these games are. It's just how well the writing is uh, yeah. done. And it's, it's it's very good here. Like, I, I'm really pleasantly surprised. 
Um, and the multiplayer feature is awesome as well. You know, the, you can you each have like three overrides. I'm sure everybody's already heard this before, but you have like three overrides um, per chapter and you can override decisions to say, nope, we're going with this. Like if everybody disagrees, but then other people can override your override and then you can override it back and you can go back and forth, but you only have three. So you've got to make sure you use it yeah and wisely you want to make you know if you're not if you're not agreeing with other people that's um, cool Pretty good really strong um and is it like so, a yeah i'm excited to keep playing that i was gonna say is it like a 10 to 15 hour like experience like do we know how long it is i think it's like eight to ten so eight to ten okay palatable okay yeah nice um and there was a i don't know if you saw but stray came out this week as well and mm-hmm. Because Stray and As Dust Falls came out on the same day, as always, you know it drew it drew the troglodytes back into their no back out of the out of the sewer, of the sewers. <laughs> yeah, like, Stray scored better on Open Critic because Stray came out yeah. to like an eighty three or an eighty four or something. Yeah. Um, That's how it goes. <laughs> worst, the worst of us. Um, speaking of the worst of us, Tim, The Last of Us. Have you heard about that? I've yeah, I've heard of that small little indie title. Yeah. <laughs> well there's a remake coming out at the end of the year i think it's like august or something and yeah. uh people the the game was some gameplay got leaked uh and sony have since put out like a gameplay trailer and people aren't happy to um which is a no. first for naughty dog well it's not really actually because the lot of us too is like you know surrounded by a litany of controversy it's but, quite diverse um, yeah yeah it's quite diversive yeah uh but essentially, um, people felt that Naughty Dog were a bit dishonest um, when describing what it would be. Where, like they said, there would be. I'm not going to like say word for word, but to the effect of like there will be gameplay changes, and and it seems like there isn't. People were hoping, and this so it might just be more of a hopium thing more than actually Naughty Dog's fault, which isn't surprising that they copy pasted all the combat mechanics from Last of Us Two to Last of Us One, and that hasn't happened. And so, what makes it weird is that. The Last of Us, there's three last, the Last of Us ones now. Original, the remaster, and then the remake. In yeah. the last ten years, there's been there's been three of the same game. God, that's so, and it's seventy pound. It's seventy, you know, it's full price, uh, without the multiplayer component that was included in the previous two. Shit. That's what's got people kind of scratching their heads a little bit. Um, the question of value. Um, so, yeah, they're going for a, they're going for a little bit of a Skyrim, aren't they? Trying to be yeah, that's right. Jesus, yeah. um, uh, you will never succeed, Naughty Dog. No, nah, you will yeah. never succeed. <laughs> that's it's not going to happen. Um, okay, yeah, no, that that is that is very interesting. Um, yeah, because I have one. I haven't watched the actual the, the most recent gameplay, but I've seen like screenies and stuff. And as far as I was aware, it was literally just going to be, um, yeah, The Last of Us, but in in a new engine, right? Um, but yeah, it's never going to make people happy when you cut content um, from the original game and uh, and charge people still a full price price tag. Um, and not to mention, yeah, I completely forgot that game even got a remastered edition as well, where they upscaled everything and then they've just done it's this. Yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, talk about just milking a cash cow, man! Like Jesus Christ. Well, that yeah, that's the kind of way the conversation is going a little bit. Um, yeah. But you know, of course. Um, you know, it's hard at the end of the day. It, it looks a lot, it does look a lot better. And they have made some systems improvements, like AI, for example, is one of them. And I think they've added 
added or reworked workbenches. I can't remember how it worked in that game, so I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, it's hardly the end of the world, and you know, contour warriors do contour warrior stuff where they take every little thing and they don't shut up about it for days and days and days. And it's like, oh. like I, I, this game, I think is is it either for the hyper loyal fan base who are just gonna play everything that Sony puts out, which of course is not a problem, and or people who are yet who are jumping into the PS5 ecosystem and have never played that game. You know, it's up you for know. debate how big that fan base is in those two wells of people. I would say it's probably not very big. Um, but that's what that's what it's kind of aiming for. So, okay, it'll be interesting. It's not the end of the world, is it? <laughs> to see its sales figures, it'll be quite interesting. I think. Um, not that I want it to flop or anything, but I think it would just be be quite interesting because, like you said, it isn't appealing to everybody, especially with that price tag, um, and to people yeah. that have played this game already two, three times over. Um, you know at this point if you're a fan of the game you probably played the original a couple times you know uh one playthrough new game plus then you probably played the remaster um and yeah are you, are you buying this as well it's 70 quid to play it for a fourth That's what fifth I mean. time you know and and wouldn't wouldn't this have been such an easy win to just drop into ps plus uh the i think so no yeah. extra one? i can't remember what they're called extra, extra. yeah you got essential extra, extra premium <laughs> yeah extra i want extra well, it would just been an easy win i feel like but because they're having that thing of like oh we're not going to do day one launches i kind of feel like they almost have to hamstring themselves to not break mm. that rule do you know what i mean because yeah. this must have been a low cost project like, i'm not saying it's like low effort i'm not that's not i just like it is low cost compared to like making a new game exactly um yeah so i think I, so. I, feel, I feel like that would have been an easy win but yeah agreed agreed um, although there is something to be said, I guess, before we move on. Um, like, I heard the other day that Last of Us 2, they were like, you know, they puffed their, they went to Twitter, like PlayStation or Naughty Dog, I can't remember, and said, um, you know, uh, Last of Us Part 2 is sold. We're happy to say Last of Us Part 2 is sold 10 million. I'm like, what? It's not very much. 10 million? Not. Oh, it's a lot, but over the span of its lifetime and, and the uh, the size of the IP, I guess you would expect more, yeah. Yeah, that that is not that much for a game that has as much publicity as Last of Us does. It was really surprising. Mm. Um, and I guess this is why, firstly, Sony are sort of gearing up to make more live service games. And secondly, why they are doing a lot of director's cuts, a lot of remakes, because they're trying to maximise that profit, because single player one time purchases are not sort of the maybe you know massive money generators that a lot of people think they are so yeah maybe it's just surprising we'll see I mean it's clear that clear that it's only going in that direction um, and I guess do you know what while we're on the topic of Sony let's let's get them out of the way because there is just one other thing peculiar thing that happened that okay. I thought we should talk about and that's that PlayStation is acquiring an esports platform called repeat.gg that's just like happening as of this week um this isn't the first like acquisition they've made like this if you remember they acquired i think it's evo like the fighter fighting esports platform oh yeah i remember yeah yeah wasn't that like a it was like a fighting like like almost show as well wasn't it didn't they have like a yearly show i think they did yeah it was like uh yeah like a fighting game based 
I want to say E3, but you, you, you get what I mean. It was like a... Yeah, that's, that's right. Because um, I remember it happened around the same time as the Bethesda acquisition. Everyone was like, <laughs> like Xbox is buying Bethesda, you're out here buying a fighter platform. Obviously, it's just, you know, whatever. It doesn't mean anything. It's just coincidental timing. So clearly, like, I this make, these sorts of acquisitions make me think that Sony have, like, a competitive shooter in the works, a competitive fighter in the works, and they're really going to, you know... They they are desperate for these games to be hits, obviously, because if if just one of them hit, hmm. huge money makers, aren't they? You know, if one of them hit, it's going to make more money than Last of Us ever did. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, we, if, they've, if they've got back when they did buy Evo, we assumed this would be Street Fighter Six, didn't we? And this would be lockdown and all that. But then True. the very surprising news that Street Fighter uh, Street Fighter Six is just coming to all consoles, uh, apart from Switch. Um, and yeah, that's that's kind of crazy um, because we thought that would be the exact route they're going down. You know, Street Fighter is massive; it's huge. Um, you know, we have Evo, this fighting platform, and show to showcase it and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it didn't work out that way. But yeah, mm, yeah. So just a funny one. I mean, you know, there's not much more to say about it because we yet to see how they're really going to leverage all this stuff. Um, but you know, it really does, uh, you know, get my head turning in that direction of like, you know, Sony, they have some big plans about what they want to do with this live service stuff. Um, and I don't doubt for a second that it'll be successful. I know there's, there's like a vocal minority that, that feel that this is like going to ruin everything. You know, the world's going to burn down, you know, <laughs> I'm going to starve. Uh, but it's like, you know, you're just going to have a Sony Fortnite, you know? playstation fortnite yeah and exactly. that's probably that's probably fine because playstation literally doesn't have a live service i literally could not name you one uh, think about xbox halo gears forza like all of them are live service <laughs> Girl, yeah. not exclusive but you know whatever yeah i'm just trying to think of a playstation live service actually i mean i guess destiny right like... well yeah now destiny, yeah destiny too <laughs> that's right. um but apart from that, I mean, I guess that's that's their big one, right? That's probably the hole they were looking to fill. They're like, we don't have a live service. Bungie, <laughs> get Destiny 2 in there. <laughs> fill, fill up the hole, yeah, exactly. pat it down. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Um, yeah, so I just thought it was interesting, but that's that. Uh, I did want to quickly give some praise to, because I touched on it, but uh, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels. Um, it's like an open critic of like 85, 86 at the moment. So, oh, no surprise, wow. Playground do Playground. And honestly, I was watching like some reviews for it. I was like, this looks so fun. It does. I want to play this. <laughs> I wish yeah. this was on Games Pass. I know that's the point, but like, I'm really tempted to just play it. Just literally just drive around for a couple of hours and I would probably feel like I got good value out of it. I mean, yeah. How much does it set you back? Like 15 quid or something? I don't know. Yeah. I think I would imagine it's like a 15 quid expansion or something like that. 15, 20. Um, I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah, man, I've seen people play it and um, I've seen it floating around the internet and stuff like that, and it does look really fucking fun. Yeah, it looks good. You make your own tracks in it as well because you know they've got their kind of like Forza Forge. Yeah. You can make like Hot Wheels tracks. Um, yeah. So that's cool. It, it just it, it really shows me that Playground, that like, because we, we always say it, don't we? Like, year over year, we're like, oh, like, make a more arcadey one. Um, and it shows me that they, they would be able to do that. Literally, just do this, lower the gravity, give me some goofy cars, give me a nitro boost and a couple of pickups. Mm. I'm like, literally done. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, big ups to playgrounds as per usual. Um, I wanted to talk multiverses with you, Tim. 
Yeah. Uh, it's coming out soon. I think it's in like early access. I think you have to be invited at the moment. You have to do some weird shit to get into it. Yeah. Uh, but I think it's coming out soon. Um, and I, I was confused about this game because originally the like conversation around it was quite negative. I think when it was previewed maybe a while back, but now it's very positive. Okay. Um, mainly because they added Bron James. <laughs> that actually... And Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, they added LeBron James and Rick Bron and Morty are in that game. That's hilarious. Yeah. I guess that's like space. I, I didn't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I, I didn't realize that the, the catalog of fighters that are in it. But I was like, this is very cute. This is very cute. Yeah. Like yeah. the trailer, I was like, Bugs Bunny. There's Arya Stark from you know Game of Thrones. Obviously Batman. Um, yeah, there's a couple of other characters that I just saw in there. And I was like, that is very fun. That mm. is just fun. Like these are not characters I would expect to see in a fighter. And it just it looks like it performs quite well. And a lot of the feedback I'm hearing is really positive. I'm I'm, I'm keeping my eye tentatively on this one because I'm like. I could go for something like this right now. Oh, yeah, mate. This These sort of games... Um, I mean, we've never been, like, huge Smash fans. Um, you know, relatively okay. I think you a little bit more than me. You've owned a couple. Um, but, mate, hop on with some friends and stuff like that. These sort of games are so much fun. Um, yeah. yeah, 100%. I, I, I've, I wouldn't say I've had my eye on this one, but I've been aware of its existence and I know how goofy and fun it is and it will just be like a really good like party game or just to like just get on and just mess about on um a hundred percent yeah i think it looks really cool um i wasn't really aware of any negative press around this game i always thought there was quite a lot of um quite a lot of hype around it and positivity i wasn't aware that it ever went through a kind of shaky shaky um turf but yeah I'm, i'm pretty sure it did um for a while but now that it's kind of in people's hands i think people are just having a good time um Hmm. i mean yeah like look at this i'm like looking at this i I mean a lot of these characters i don't know is this super adventure time is that what it's called uh the one with the like the dog and uh the the white jake the dog yeah yeah that's adventure time yeah steven universe rain dog who's rain dog i don't know who that is rain dog shaggy jerry superman Velma, Bugs Shaggy, Velma, yeah. let's go. The Iron Giant. This is LeBron. That's so funny. And like, because people are like, "Oh, like Gandalf's going to be added to this." And I was like, "That is, I can kick the shit out of Scooby Doo as Gandalf. That would be amazing." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's so good. It's just that sentence. It's just so fucking weird, dude. Yeah, right. Like Tom and Jerry. Like, let's go. Yeah. And step on Batman's head as Tom and Jerry. Like, it's just, it's very cute. So I'm keeping my eye on it for now because um, I'm like and that's the thing about Smash like I've always kind of liked it but I've never really played it much online or like competitively because it's not been on my platform of choice like I, I've i never wanted to play games online on any Nintendo console because it sucks um, <laughs> this is just a Smash clone but good <laughs> then great <laughs> yeah man not but good that's not what I meant but, but on you know on, on uh, online uh, platforms <laughs> you know yeah yeah, no, I, I I think this game is um is a bit of a win. I'm not gonna lie. Um, just just all around. Um, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I think it's gonna be wacky. And it's the sort of game where they'll just like Smash. They'll just keep expanding the sort of characters, assuming it doesn't flop immediately or something like that. Um, it's the sort of game they'll just keep adding to the roster because you could pretty much just add anyone you want, right? Um, That's right. It, it's that wacky. Um, so yeah no pretty pretty hype man 
Um, I doubt it'll be a Games Pass edition, but... No, it's not for now. I think it could be at some point. Um, uh, Yeah, not right now. Um, I'm just looking at the website. uh, Open beta July 26th, so Tuesday. Um, Or you can buy the Founders Pack right now to get access to it. That's the soft launch, and that's it. Oh, really? You can literally just, like, have it a soft launch for it and now, just keep yeah. it forever. I am raising my eyebrow. <laughs> like I'm having a look now. To try to That's pretty high. When's the actual release? I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested. I don't know if they've actually have a firm date yet on the release. Oh, but uh, they can just allow you to just away. buy and technically own a, a beta version of it until release. But they don't have a release. That seems funny. I mean, it's cool. But it just seems funny. Um, okay, that's interesting. How long does the open beta last if we're not purchasing? From Tuesday nice. till when? I can't see anything on the website. Okay. All right, that's fine. Mm. Oh, maybe, do you know what? Maybe I'm thinking of, I might have been thinking of all, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl as the one which got a bit of bad reception. Yes, yeah. I haven't heard like any SpongeBob. bad reception over this one. Hmm. Yeah, maybe I was getting confused. Okay, Founders. Sorry, I've just it's just popped up in front of me. Founders is forty dollars, so probably thirty-five pounds. Half half price game. So. Yeah. Okay. I'm into it, dude. Interesting. I'm vibing. I'm gonna go and have, I'm gonna go away and have a look after this and see like what's actually in it. Like you know, is there is it just like you fight bots or is there like a story mode or? Because this uh, is our sort of thing that our group of friends would love. Like if everybody committed to this. I mean. Yeah. yeah 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 for sure yeah this is this is something our, our our friend group would absolutely eat up um i wonder how many sort of players you can do interested like, is there a limit no idea mate if there's anybody in the chat that knows more about this game than we do because <laughs> we're just asking questions right now. was there a limit on um, smash could you only do like how many players could you do in smash like online was it like eight I feel like it was eight max. Yeah, you could go up to eight, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think you could. Yeah, and then you and you could do teams of four. You could do like four of four, or just eight free for all, or just all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm I'm interested, I mean, dude. Um, yeah. yeah. Go away, and we'll have a look after this. We will. <laughs> after these messages, um, brought to you by Phantom. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh wicked okay let's move away from multiverses so next up i just wanted to very quickly go over halo because there's nothing really to talk about this week um but the only thing was that um you know the the new event started this week the alpha pack uh which when i did it was bugged so that i got two unlocks per challenge and i blasted through that in two hours and it was great (laughs) and because the armor in the free track this week is sick it's all the rack the rack shasa stuff so it's like on the you know, the, the new armor core. And I've said before that I, I'm such a huge fan of the armor core. Um, and you get this cool, like, armor effect. It's like a holographic, like, wristwatch kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah, all very nice. Uh, and the nice. weekly uh, <laughs> the weekly ultimate team was a Clippy. You know, like, you know, we spoke about this before, but Clippy. Oh, the Microsoft Word, Word with a little helmet. Yeah, with a little uh, tactical helmet on. It's oh, great. A so it's a gun charm. So I've just got, I've got, I literally just whipped that on all my guns oh, and I'm like, mate. that's never coming off. <laughs> they, they should have made him an AI. That would have been fucking sick. <laughs> Mr. Clippy AI. No. He ever spoke? No, he didn't. <laughs> He's just like, 
Yeah, he's like, <laughs> clicked to you, like Predator, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, the other thing, uh, Tim, was Forge. And I've been sending you a couple of Forge things, and I've been sending them to a few of our friends, actually, this week, um, because with Weird. the campaign co-op flight update came uh, a new Forge build in the files, which loads of people have gotten access to, and holy shit, <laughs> there's a load of good videos out like on YouTube that will give you a good summary of some of the you know that have just collated them all. Hidden Experience done a really good one, just taking all of those videos, uh, all of the Forge videos together, and just walking you through all of them. But I am really impressed at some of the stuff. Because I think the one I sent you was the the upside down, wasn't it? Uh, the up, somebody made upside down. Yeah, it? and you sent me that other weird one that was just like Forge at three a.m. It was really weird, dude. <laughs> Wide halo. Where they like the really big yeah. spawns. <laughs> like, yeah, and people kept like legs, and then the massive guns. Yeah, people kept like making their own vehicles and stuff, like combining and creating new vehicles. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. No, like some of the stuff I've seen has been, but like somebody made a, they put a button on the map, and you hit it, and a pelican flies over the top and doesn't drops barrels down like an airstrike, like yeah. worms all of that stuff is just programmed in i'm like that is crazy like that is mental yeah uh and all the environmental effects somebody i i put this on twitter as well but um somebody's like gone to like uh one of the parts in the maps where there's like a you fall to your death but they've put a button in so you click it purple lightning comes up and rocks like suspend in the air and i was like people are gonna make whole like destiny raids out of this aren't they (laughs) like it's crazy yeah yeah i mean just just some of those wacky videos i saw like the potential with this forge is mental i didn't think it could it could it would be this extensive um like that's crazy i mean i feel like some people could yeah like you said literally make some raids and like actual like content i wouldn't be surprised if some people get jobs at like 343 for some forge stuff they make like they're basically developers <laughs> yeah yeah they may as well be yeah, yeah. exactly um and it's just like, i think like a lot of like listening to a lot of people talk about forge and looking at the forge stuff and fiddling around with it one of the big things that people are like really happy with is that it doesn't look like forge because you know in like older halo games you could get these great maps but it always had this distinct forge look to it you're like mm-hmm. this is made by a person you know the textures are flat but in this there's like texture blending you know there's like gradation and and you know people can like scrub where they've stitched together stuff they can like blend use a blend tool yeah um, and you just can't tell um like so it, it it's really incredible uh one of the big things that i've seen as well that, that's been really exciting is um like a welding tool so you can like weld stuff um to other stuff so like you know a sheet of metal on the back of a, a warthog and then you have to stand on that sheet of metal and try and surf it or like i saw another one uh, like just in a tutorial video somebody would had welded a teleporter to the back of a mongoose um, and i was just watching that like that is so stupid like imagine watching someone drive around on like you program the, the mongoose to not stop it has to keep going and one by one everybody has to go into the teleporter at the right time the person like to teleport out the back of the mongoose to try and not get flung off and your objective as the driver is to like swerve so that when they come through they get i was just like just stupid stuff like that you can weld stuff um so um very very exciting but it's safe to say it's very good the potential is infinite (laughs) 
that's it. It's my last podcast, everyone. I wanted to go out with a bang. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> may as well. <laughs> All right, buddy. Let's get into the um, into the bigger chunks for this week. Um, the names, the names pass. <clears throat> the games pass editions. Uh, we've got Torment, Tides of Numenera. I believe that's an NXIL game. Maybe a Subsidian. Shit, I can't remember. Doesn't matter. As Dusk Falls, obviously. A MotoGP 22. Watch Dogs 2. Something Rebellion that I can't read. Nice. <laughs> and the last one is Inside. Um, go play Inside if you haven't played Inside already. It's like a six hour long game. And it's absolutely incredible. Uh, change your life. Real? Not even joking. Yeah, it's in Exile, the developer of Torment. Um, yeah, yeah. Inside, uh, a great game. Yeah. Play it. But very good. It's very, very good. Um, that's from Play Dead. Okay, and so this was um, maybe one of the weirdest bits of the news. Maybe ever, actually. Just straight up, maybe ever. Grounded is getting an animated TV series adapted by the Star Wars Clone Wars writer Brent Friedman. What the fuck? What was your initial reaction to this? Yeah, that, what... <laughs> that was my initial reaction to it. <laughs> what the, that was, was that just a live recorded clip? Yeah, literally, I just played that over my face cam. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally, when you messaged me this, I think my response was, what the fuck? Uh, if you gave me a million guesses, I would never have guessed this. Um, it's so weird, but I'm kind of into it, right? I mean, there is the whole suspense and like cliffhanger potential episode to episode of them just trying to find out why they were shrunk and getting back to normal and just surviving and living in this world like spiders and shit and uh, yeah it'd be interesting um and i'm i'm guessing it'll be yeah i mean it's obviously um cartoony right the yeah. director of Clone Wars is not going to be live action fucking grounded. That'd be hilarious. Um, oh, yeah, they've said it is animated. <clears throat> that's already, yeah. that's a thing. Yeah, man. That's cool. I, I like, I don't really have anything bad to say about this. I think it's, I think it's got some, some real potential there. Um, yeah, definitely. It's, it's just big ups, big ups for both teams, really, you know, the Xbox team and for Obsidian, you know, it's just so funny that Obsidian made this grounded game, which everyone kind of like, was like, oh, that's cute. I'm never going to play it. And then very yeah. slowly and surely they've added to it and added to it and added to it. And it's gotten this real good, not only like good reception, but like kind of this cult following. Um, Xbox has clearly taken notice and this opportunity has come about, you know, the, you know, this transmedia angle that, you know, it seems that all, um, all platform holders are gearing towards with Sony and their properties, Nintendo and the Mario movie from with Chris Pratt. Mario. Um, Xbox Xbox now with this. Obviously with Halo as well, we know there's a Gears of War something brother in development as well. Mm-hmm. And now grounded. And they, I, I imagine that the stars just aligned and they were like, eh. <laughs> like this ticks us a lot of boxes. You know, imagine getting this animated show. And something I did say on um, Twitter as well is that if the platform for this is Netflix... I'm going to be very suspicious. <laughs> yeah. It's for, yeah, with the most recent partnership, yeah, that we talked about last week. Right. Yeah. That's it. Um, you know, you definitely see a future here where you know how Netflix has kind of its um, 
it has like its genres, doesn't it? In horizontal rows, and you can imagine one of them just says Xbox franchises. Yeah, um, maybe. And maybe they pull they pull Halo from Paramount at some point and put it over on Netflix. Um, you know, I, I bet that is what Xbox One. They want all of their stuff in one place on a popular platform holder. You know, that would that would be like the you know the real golden goose for them. But mm. um, take a while to build that we'll catalogue, though. But yeah, without a doubt, it wouldn't be a, a, a you know you wouldn't do it overnight. Um, Ten years, but yeah, exactly. But clearly, this is something they're gearing for. You know, if they're doing it with Grounded, you can sure as hell bet they're going to do it with some of their other bigger franchises. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Especially, yeah. you know, imagine when the, you know, Bethesda's obviously gone through, maybe that becomes part of the conversation. Maybe we get a Doom reboot, you know, in terms of a, a show or a film, maybe an Elder Scrolls show, like, you know, with um, Lord of the Rings having a bit of a resurgence at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, 100%. The Blizzard properties, imagine an Overwatch story in the style of Arcane, you know, the Legend show. Yeah. That would be pretty, yeah. That'd be pretty damn crazy. Um, yeah, you like to think that um, grounded is just a little bit of like a test of waters kind of one, but it's also kind of a weird one as well because, like, with it being animated, like that shit's more expensive to do than a live action TV series. So, like, it's kind of weird that they did go down the animated route for their first sort of. Uh, sort of punch at this i mean not first they did do halo um but yeah i do find that quite interesting yeah no me too i agree i I imagine it's something to do with just thinking about the logistics of like what's going to be the cost is it going to be worth trying to have like set up the set design to be small is it going to look any good or do we have access to that sort of uh, that sort of expertise? Um, and just mm-hmm. ended up, yeah, just going, yeah, let's just go animated, and that way we can rope in maybe a younger audience. So that's maybe what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So I guess my only other point here was that something is a property that Xbox work with that we're both very, we like a lot, paired, right? That was like at one point an Xbox associated franchise. It, it was only ever timed, you know, and then it came to other platforms. And then they said, We're doing a show. And the show's been pretty popular from what I understand. Um, I can't mm. help but think that Xbox kind of feel like they missed out on that. I mean, like they had this a small game, critical success, commercial, commercial success, uh, you know, like 
kind of striking style, like quite um, particular, unique. Grounded, maybe not so much with its art style, but in its presentation, everybody sees and they're like, it's like, how do you strike the kids? Mm. It's very um, at a glance. You know, you can see it and you're like, I know what that is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I can't help but think that they were like, let's not miss this opportunity again. Let's try and do something with this. So yeah. It's a funny allergy, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more of, um, yeah, based on, based on the past and, and mistakes that and potentials they missed out on they were just like yeah let's just let's just take a punt with it you know let's that, not make let's not do something we'll regret so yeah and not yeah, not doubt. do it yeah 100 percent. only hope they do giant animated spiders and lots of them i was about to say can i have arachnophobia to turn the on mode. for the yeah, tv series <laughs> yeah yeah i might just have to just nice tolerate one. the spiders <laughs> Yeah, I think it might be the latter, unfortunately. Shit. Um, okay. Um, let's... No, no, that's next. So, rumours, as you'll see as part of the title, uh, mm. one of the rumours swirling this week was the Platinum Games have approached Xbox to publish and finance their next game. And this comes from the same um, Spanish insider that we spoke about week, uh, Stasis, um, who, as I said, has been somewhat consistent no insider is perfect because you're just taking information from sources um this is interesting you know as a brief recap platinum developed scale bound the history there was that they direct diverted funds to ear automata um and that led to neglect of the scale property yeah, kind of forced them to put cult platinum had no experience not only with networking um but using i think unreal they used their own engine i don't know but xbox wanted them to use unreal so it was it was like a fuck up on all fronts like everybody was having a hard time Bowman gets cancelled so platinum games have not only a spotty history they made some fantastic games near automata probably being there you know Modem operandas being their MO. They um, also did Bayonetta, didn't they? As well, which is very popular, but they yeah. had some something good. Uh, did you. They do recall? Uh, they did just didn't do recall. No. I oh, know, yeah, it was. Um... Amateur Studio. Yeah, I think, I think one of the developers from Platinum was leading that development. Um, but yeah, I, I'm starting to name the and the done well, but they have a bit of a spotty record. Record, but they make games. Um, I think they also did um oh shit, what was that shooter called? Vanquish. I never played it, but I know people love Vanquish. Okay, yeah, I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did it because you can buy Vanquish and Bayonetta like bundled together and stuff like that. Um, yes. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, yeah. I heard it was really good. I heard it's a little bit of a dark horse. I don't think it ever sold like yes. exponentially well, but I think it was it was pretty loved. Yeah. Um, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. People love that game. Um, but they recently they recently made a stinker. What was it? Babylon's Fall. That's it. That game had like 50 players on day two on Steam. Really? So sad. What kind of game was it? Yeah. It was like an MMO, third person. Yeah, 50 players ain't good for an yeah. MMO. 
no, really, really isn't good um, at all, but especially right now. Uh, yeah, so overall, people quite like Platinum, and there has been this ongoing talk. You know, people keep saying, it, oh, it's Cablebound's going to get revived. It's probably not no. going to happen. I think that game looked a bit rough, to be honest with you. I think we all like the concept of it. That's the problem. It yeah. was very... Uh, Conceptually, kind of endearing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like Devil um, May Cry, high fantasy dragons. Like, it was like dragons, you know? Yeah, like. Okay. Hey, dragon, let's go. I'll drop um, the bowl. I'm sorry. So, I guess I, I guess I'm, I'm kind of interested in yours. Like, if, if Xbox were to work with Platinum, like, would you would you pick Platinum as, as a new Xbox to work again, or would you? Or would they not even be in your, your top five if you had, if you were able to pick a studio for Xbox to work with? Um, I mean, I don't know. I I quite like Platinum in the sense of of, of what they've done. They've made they've made some real big hitters, and like as much as I haven't played the Bayonettas, they are right up my alley. Um, like they surprised you haven't played any of them to be honest. <laughs> yeah, no, I did play the first one. I did play the first one. Um, but I haven't, I haven't played the second or third one, and the third one is coming out quite soon, I think, on Switch. I think it's coming out really I'll soon. Yeah. What? I, you're breaking up. Oh, sorry, I, I, I didn't hear you. You said you, you said you'd played the first one, and I was like, the first, the first what? <laughs> oh, the first Bayonetta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played the first Bayonetta. Um, yeah, I haven't played second or third. Third coming out quite soon. I don't know. I think just the whole idea of them just being on like Switch only kind of turned me off a little bit. Stupid. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, it's just like a game like that. I just feel like just it, it needs like a a home console to run on a little bit more. I know Switch is a home console, but like a more powerful one but <laughs> yeah exactly it's like a it's that bridge sort of thing um yeah yeah so yeah i feel like if bayonetta was just like always coming out on xbox and or playstation or something like that i feel like i probably would have played those games um but i just haven't because of its history and where it went platform wise um but yeah, no, I think they're a very interesting studio. Um, I feel like they they try a lot of things and they've been successful and they haven't been successful. Um, but they're not they're not a co- they're not a cookie cutter studio. You know, I do feel like they're quite um, inventive and they do try try new things with their games. So I feel like it could be a pretty cool partnership with Xbox. Um, and as far as like top five, like I, they're probably in the top five. I would imagine, you know, mm. at least right now, I can't, I can't think of other studios that would rival it that I'd want to have from soft. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Right. Yeah. So things like that. Um, suppose, I suppose the interesting thing here is that we have spoken about the idea of platinum working with Xbox before the director. I think his name's Kamiya, yeah, Hideki Kamiya, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, as, like, being on the record set, I'm like, so he's clearly, like, interested in it. Um, and, I, you know, I think, actually, the last time we had this conversation was around the launch of Babylon's Fall. <laughs> so a lot of people were like, 
So you fuck over Xbox, then you launch a stinker, and now you're begging for like you know another partnership. And um, I guess in terms of what, um, and they clearly make a particular type of game very very well. You know, a lot of people feel that they really good gameplay, and of course tend to make Japanese games, like or Japanese gaming games, right? Mm-hmm. That is a big gap that Xbox is doing pretty well to pad out right now um, with Persona and lots of other franchises that I can't name off the top of my head. Um, I feel like a game for them would really fill that slot, and Platinum know that. So we end up in this position where I reckon Xbox could actually strike a pretty good deal with a lot of leverage simply because of what happened last time. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. And me personally, I don't know if I would ever choose platinum like myself, but I'm very like open to it. I think strategically it works, but personally, maybe not. But I'm like kind of I'm very open to it. And um, like I said, I love Nier Automata. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Agreed. Very interesting. Agreed. Well, we're about halfway through the show now, everyone. Um, so maybe just over. But if, if you're still listening, if you're here either you're live or you're listening on Spotify or your favorite podcast platform or you're still on YouTube, in which case, hi. Um, if you could just give that like button a little tap. It's like a fun game, remember? So yeah. whoa, whoa, can you hit it? Whoa, there it is. Yeah, you don't need to click Find it hard. It. Just a little tap's fine. Yeah. Yeah, just, just a little love tap. Yeah. And that'd be lovely. And if you haven't subscribed, maybe consider subscribing. We do this every week at this time. Mm. Um, got to throw that out there. Throw that energy into the wind, you know. <laughs> do it, man. <laughs> uh, cool. I like to. Sometimes I like to do this, and we don't have to do this because I know you're in a bit of a time at the moment, Tim. But we've only got like a handful of stories left. But I wanted to uh, ask if you have a little. Do you have an interim topic? Is there, any, is there anything else just like that was it's been going through your mind at the moment? Ah, oh, Jesus! I love getting put the spot like this, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, not not particularly, not at least gaming wise. No. Um, I think it's nice to have a, like a little interim break. Yeah, I mean, um, there was all that stuff that's going on. Um, I don't know. Did you check in with like the um, recent Comic Con? That was happening, and all like the Marvel news that is going on. Oh, that's right. That's, that's a good. Cool. See, you're good at this. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, I you know what, and it's, it's been really funny because people have been like making because that you know they really like the whole phase. What is it? Phase five now? I, can't I think we're going um, into phase five. I think Black Panther is the end of phase four. Uh, the new Black Panther movie. Oh, yeah. So and and then it goes into phase. So we're like right at the end of phase four. Yeah. And they've been doing all these like big title reveals, haven't they? Like for yeah, a lot of them, yeah. it's like just a title, and so people have just been ma- like making up shit <laughs> and like mm. making a title. Um, like one of them was um, like a Morbius one. That was just really funny. Oh, I was it's, like, it's Morbid time, time, dude. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's Morbid time. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Do you know what? I think it's because a lot of people look at that and they're like, "Oh, look, see if they can announce stuff so far out. Why can't?" Xbox and PlayStation do that without drawing a lot of criticism. Mm. What do you think? I don't know. I feel like they're just... I mean, I don't know the inner workings of these industries, but I feel like maybe a movie is a little bit easier to commit to than than the building of a video game. Um, I don't know. 
because I know that a lot of these movies actually have way, way higher budgets than like video games and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I, it's it's kind of hard to say unless you work in 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 the industry to why um, yeah games don't commit this. Early. I mean, technically they do commit that early. They just don't publicize it. Like games have been in development for like. 10 years some games you know they just don't publicize it they, just, they don't just draw, turn drum up that hype yeah um which i don't know maybe it's just a case of a lot more can go wrong and uh within the development of a game rather than the making of a movie i don't know yeah i guess there is that but i guess at the same time like i could definitely guess what they're really good at with with you know marvel disney is having very i don't want to say efficient but very well planned pipelines Mm. i could definitely see a future where xbox has this sort of pipeline um no i guess and you've got a, a a timeline that specific with so much crammed into it people don't mind as much like if you're announcing stuff for 2025 because Mm. You've got three films lined up for next year and one at the end of this year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's. I reckon Xbox would like to get to a place, you know, going back to that quote that we always talk about with Phil where he, you know, he said, uh, I want a game every quarter. If they can get into that place, then it wouldn't surprise me if they start putting out these big timelines and, you know, at E3, bang, mm. they show us the next two years or maybe they don't because they don't want to commit. But, you know, they, they could. It's just that right as of, you know, with the delays that we've seen this year, they haven't been able to commit to everything yet because acquisitions are finishing up, you know, this, mm. that, and the other. But I would... You can definitely see them wanting to do something like this because it drives so much excitement, doesn't it? It you does. Know, you can see it on, on the internet. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, and and they could do it, you know, we've been talking about Xbox potentially having, um, you know, their own show um, similar to sort of... Um, what's the PlayStation one's called? Um, station state of play state of play yeah because xbox don't really have anything like that do they do they the only thing that they had they they ever had was um uh exo oh, at the yeah. end of the year yeah um and supposedly they are thinking about doing one again this year um okay which is kind of like a mini show that they did mm. But yeah, I mean, you could definitely see that once, you know, all these acquisitions, you know, are concrete and they've got all these studios under their belt and they've assigned money to all these projects, everything's going, everything's in the pipeline. You could definitely see, you know, these shows coming out for Xbox, you know, whether they're dedicated studio to studio or they clump some studios together and stuff like that. You you could definitely see them just doing a show and just giving everyone a massive roadmap. Um yeah which is which is super cool um because yeah i can't even tell you like the amount of hype that this recent all this recent marvel news gave me and basically all it was was some fucking logos on a powerpoint um but it was just nice to know what's coming and what's being built towards because now i feel like i can invest in those movies again knowing that there's like two avenger movies you know, coming out in a few years, that uh, everything leading up is gonna, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Culminate? Is that a word? Just culminate, like into it's like just into that final explosion of just 
content, you know, like Endgame, you know, like that, that was just insane. Like the high, I, I, I don't think in my entire life I've ever been more hyped for a movie, like going into a movie. Because um, I just wanted to see how it all concluded, everything that was built up. So, for sure. I doubt. It's, um, yeah, so it, it's very interesting. Um, no, you know, it, they, because I don't do this yearly, do they? It's like every like five years they do something like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something like that. So, you know, Xbox obviously wants a more steady cadence than that. But, uh, yeah, like you say, and we've spoken about it before, like, you know, do they do an extra show? Do they use XO? Do they just use the platforms that they've already got in the year, like Gamescom? You know, that's coming up um, in a month or so. Tokyo Game Show, you know, do they do that? Or do they, you know, PlayStation with State of Play sometimes isn't even a show. It's just like, here's a 15-minute play presentation for a game. You know, Mm -hmm. they did that for Horizon. They're probably going to do it for God of War. Um, There's a lot of options for Xbox, and I just think they need to um, not uh, rely on having this yearly show where they show a decent amount or they spring us, you know, surprise us with we're just going to show you the next 12 months, which is fine and all, but when people are expecting to see more than that, that's when, uh, that's where the problems arise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That was great. Good job, Tim. Thanks, man. <laughs> Discord. We are, we're at the big story now. Um, Discord mm. uh, is coming to Xbox. Um, now there has been a bit of a funny history here. So to just sort of paraphrase, um, Xbox and PlayStation already had integration. Um, that was already a thing. You could like log into Discord, I think, with your respective platforms. Didn't really like you couldn't do anything on the consoles, from what I could tell. Like maybe there were some third-party apps you could download and use, but it was you know it wasn't really integrated. Um, then uh, PlayStation, I think it was like maybe at the end of last year, announced that they were investing a small stake in Discord. Okay. Um, they've invested into Discord and that they're partnering up with PlayStation. So for the most part, people are anticipating that PlayStation were solely going to be working towards an integration and Xbox probably wouldn't get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit weird for this news to come out of nowhere that Xbox is getting Discord integration, PlayStation isn't. That was kind of weird. It's um, a little bit odd. So suppose... Just to walk you through what this kind of means, the, the big angle here, obviously, is for crossplay. Um, and just to, you know, persuade any of the console warriors that are listening, we want PlayStation to have Discord because that means crossplay is actually a fucking reality. Yeah. Cross console, crossplay is a reality. You know, at the moment, Xbox are branding this and marketing this as, you know, talk to PC friends, talk to people on mobile, cla- which is all great. When it comes to playstation those barriers are gone and that is crazy to think about yeah truly crazy um so we'll see if that actually happens you know remember the last time we had this conversation about like crossplay playstation it was a jim ryan or someone had said you know like we don't want to do crossplay because we've got to keep you know we've got to keep our players safe from what's on other platforms and it's like god what are you on about? <laughs> That's a load of nonsense, that isn't it? Yeah, basically. Um, 
So and obviously they, you know, they've clearly they, they've bent the knee a little bit since then. You know, they're doing a lot more crossplay now. They 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 were dragged kicking and screaming, you know, through a bit of a bad PR storm to get there. However, they ha- they have pretty much got there um, now. So there is a little bit of a, a wrinkle to all of this, um, in that there is a bit of clunk, Tim. Mm. A bit of clunk to this. It's not baked directly into the dashboard per se. You know, okay. it will pop up. You open parties, it'll pop up at the bottom bit and it'll say, want to try out this cord? Scan this QR code. So there's a QR code on your screen. Great. Pop open your phone, scan it, boom, done. It will take you through to a Discord chat, your phone, and you can, of course, invite people in. People can join. And then there'll be a button on your phone that will say, send to Xbox. It pings it through and then it pops up in the same way a party does as a separate sort of window. And everybody will be in there. Okay. So essentially, it's pinging from the smartphone app to your Xbox, mm-hmm. okay. and you have to do that every time. So if you, you know, tomorrow you wanted to do it with the same people, you'd boot up on your phone, you'd invite people in, ping to Xbox, and then you can leave it. It's done then for the session, but it's a per session thing. Yeah, that's a bit of clunk, if you ask me. It's a little um, bit of clunk, yeah. Not the end of the world and you know it, it remains to be seen you know maybe i'll give it a go at some point and just see how how it feels because if it's easy peasy it's not a problem um you know the other thing is that it's not it's not in an xbox party so you know they said oh you can swap between discord and parties you know they're different things and so mm. i don't know who's going to be doing both but you know it, it would be nicer to just be able to have the two be the same in in a sense you know just have people in discord channels join an xbox party it, yeah that's kind of what i was hoping for and when i read this article that's what i was envisioning uh and then as i began to read as you put it i noticed the clunk <laughs> coming out 2022 right. the clunk <laughs> what a game the sequel yeah um yeah so you know i suppose it works both ways though doesn't it because this means that for discord they get a lot of very easy discord app downloads like as a result mm-hmm. i'll probably have discord downloaded on my phone when i don't at the moment um just in the off chance you know there's cro- cross-platform stuff going on maybe xbox live parties are down i don't know well you, you just know, want to talk to your pc reasons. friend that's it you don't have any pc could... friends tim no that's true barely have any friends <laughs> but you know in theory you could literally just be like okay you know tonight lads you know i'm I'm talking to someone on pc so let's just commit to a discord only just party and it's just like everyone i was just like i'm in there with my pc friend and then you just join via discord and join via discord we can still play our xbox stuff but you know you don't even necessarily have to be playing the same games it's just it, you know you can just stay in touch with a pc community if 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 that's what you have without having to like just do some nonsense or join it on your phone and have like an earbud in and then have your headsets over your earbud you know like we've done that right. we used to do that with switch and all that kind of stuff um so yeah there is that yeah it's still cool exactly i still so, like it totally yeah it's, cool. it's still definitely a good thing um but yeah really we can instead of using the word i think xbox and discord integration it's more that we're rerouting discord mm. chats to xbox and there's an interface for that so that's great you know that that does work um it would be nice if there was a way to like for it to store channels maybe is that how discord works do i sound like an old person right now maybe but you can like you have like channels right don't you in discord and it'd be nice if you could yeah. just ping that over to your xbox and that's stored there and now you can just go to it and open it and 
yeah so it's done it'd be cool if that ui had had the discord servers that you follow and that's then that, all the right. rooms within those those servers yeah <laughs> fucking old man I mean, we're both old dude i'm here with a bad back like <laughs> jesus we're so yeah. old <laughs> mm. that's right uh yeah okay well that's great i think this is this is really like to, to be fair this is like industry driving stuff so um mm. in the grand scheme of things this is this is brilliant um building towards this kind of future where cross play is like a thing not just to play together but to have easy access you know almost all you can talk great i oh, to say this earlier i totally forgot sorry there was like I can't remember where it came from, but I was on the gaming R slash gaming leaks and rumors subreddit, and somebody had said that they'd found code that suggested, like indicated, alluded to, X wants done to game. It's called oh. wants done to paradise. Supposedly, it was either it was either to be shown or to be released by the end of twenty two. Fuck um, off, release. I was like, <laughs> I know, right? This sounds ridiculous because you would have thought Capcom would have shown that off at their last show. Yeah, um, if it's maybe. Released. Maybe it's the game awards i mean i think what's on to world we're showing off at the game award oh no maybe it's a playstation show i don't know, I don't know my either. biggest fear that sony lock this lock this up there's no damage that can be undone but like yeah. i mean if sony <laughs> locks it that up like i don't know man there's a part of me that i might become a bit more of a playstation gamer than an xbox gamer if so if sony lock up monsanto i hate to say it it's just such a big franchise for me. <laughs> no, well, that's what I mean. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Like, str- like I might not be able to afford a PlayStation Five at that time. I'll so, buy like... you one. <laughs> it's I don't so fucking stupid. care. Yeah, and um... and it's not like this is not like a wait three months and play. PlayStation just announced that Forspoken is timed exclusive for two years. It won't be. Totally not excessive, is it? Totally not excessive two years. Yeah, it's not going to... And let's be real, it's not going to fucking be two years either. Like, like three, four, maybe yeah, five. Yeah, exactly. How long has Final Fantasy VII been out now? That's, that's coming up to two years. Oh. Okay. God, I don't think it's, it's been a yet. fucking eternity. Jeez, two years is a long time, I isn't longer. it? I, I can't remember. Um, FF7R. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. Maybe two years. Maybe... Three, two, two and a half. It says twenty twenty, but I don't, I don't know the month. Yeah, it's been about two years. I think. I think you're right. But yeah, I mean, two years is is fucking ridiculous. I mean, yeah, at that point, it's just like Sony aren't the nice guys. Just fucking call it an exclusive. Just Jesus, just punch me in the face already. I hate it. I hate it so much. Two years. I'm not gonna want to pay for spoken in two years. I've said. I've said this before. Like, where does the buck end with this sort of reasoning? Why is this still allowed? Why can we call something a timed exclusive? Feasibly, couldn't we call something a timed exclusive for 20 years? Yeah. I just feel like it's just like a much... next generation's coming out. It's just like a much cheaper, like, under-the-table way of just getting an exclusive. And it's just like... I just don't... just don't understand. Like, it's just like a shady, like, black market deal. It's just like, come on. Just fucking buy the studio or buy the IP. Like, what gives you the right to do this? (laughs) It's it's just total fucking nonsense. Like, yeah. Anyway, so 
I guess my point here along the line somewhere was, yeah, if a game comes out, you know, on different platforms and then it's a timed and, you know, we have it on different platforms for whatever reason, it opens that up. But now I'm in a bad mood, so I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, dude, there's still, like, all negatives aside, a potential existential crisis that it's locked down by PlayStation. <laughs> it's pretty hype that we might be hearing the next Monster Hunter mainline game this year, like, hearing about it. Um and if it gets released yes. into 2023, which is already a stacked year, I feel like I have to quit my job to carry on gaming in 2023. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even the back half of this year, dude, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna be busy. Yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's like a Plague's Tale, there's Dark Tide, uh, there's I want, I'll probably want to play Harry Potter. We'll see how Gotham Knights does. Multiverses is on the cards now. Yeah, um, there's a lot. There's a lot. Other stuff as well. There's something else that I can't remember, but I'm blanking on. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, the, the, the back half of this year is <laughs> getting busy too. Yeah, that really is. Persona, that was it. Alright. Uh, that would take you like a year to complete anyway, Persona, so. I, <laughs> I know. I also, I also don't know if I should get that on Switch or not, because it's like a turn-based game, right? And mm-hmm. I feel like, but at the same time, I should just get it on Xbox, that way I can get achievements. Yeah. I can just play it on cloud, like if, it's time-based, you know? Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I'd say it's a bit more... Um, yeah, a bit more of an Xbox purchase. Um, it's weird that, like, achievements would, like, persuade my purchase on another platform so much more. Like, I think, I like, it's achievements are really underrated, man. Like, I'm always just like, I don't care about achievements. And then when it comes down to it, I'm like, I kind of I kind of do. <laughs> I kind of do care about achievements. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a weird one. Same. Well, it is. It's li- it's literally like monkey brain likes number. That's literally it. Monkey yeah, brain likes yeah. number. It's just a little reward for your time spent because it's just like, yeah, I've spent a hundred hours in Rise, um, and I've enjoyed that time. But it's just like I don't know. I don't have anything that's gone to my profile or to my account to, to just say that I've done that or to, for people to be like, this guy's a Monster Hunter fan. You know, it's just like it's there. Nobody yeah. knows. For for all they know, I could have played it for like an hour. <laughs> it's just like yeah, I need to wear that as a badge. Yeah. I need that on my CV, dude. <laughs> I'm a Monster Hunter fan. Yeah. PlayStation, um, don't lock this down. Do not. Do not. Or I'll jump off a bridge. Just have that printed on. Yeah, I have no. I have no leverage. But just don't. <laughs> like I have no power. But please don't. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Uh, I lost my train of thought. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, uh, Persona 5 is, I mean, is Games Pass, so decision made. Oh, yeah. Of course it's Games Pass. Everything in that show was Games Pass. Yeah, I just... Well, we just blanked. Uh, blanked. Um, okay, two last stories. There was going to be three here in that one of them was a Redfall article, but there was fucking nothing in it. Yeah, so, Redfall article about just it. like, it's a shooter, guys. <laughs> Bullets go into guns. You click the triggers and they <laughs> yeah. shoot. Basically, what it fucking could have said, yeah. yeah. There's no information that I didn't already know in there. Like, if you hadn't seen the, tra- like, if you've seen the trailers, you like, there's no new information in there. Like, oh yeah, you can customize your your character with like vampire guns and normal guns. It's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I saw you with a snake yeah. launcher in the trailer. There are vampires um, in this game. Yeah, 
which is so weird because I was, I was like oh, they had like a like kind of a mini roadmap of like the topic of the articles they're releasing like there was the island which we spoke about a, a few weeks ago and then the characters and this week was customization and i was like oh that's gonna be a sick one you know um and i you know but there really was nothing new there was like oh you know some of the like a lot of the stats on the guns are like randomly rolled um some of them are like vampire effective some of them are human effective that's like yeah but we kind of like knew that but anyway whatever yeah nfts tim nfts oh i love me an nft yeah minecraft has completely rejected nfts let's go um, and this is a pretty massive deal uh, this is not only game studio saying they're not doing NFTs. It's one of, if not the biggest game studio, saying they're not doing NFTs. Mm. It's the biggest game studio backed by one of the biggest game platform holders in the world saying none of us are doing NFTs. Xbox has been outwardly like outspoken about how they don't really want to go down that path. Um so this, you know, there was a, like a big, arguably like a big opening for NFTs to creep into Minecraft, you know, buy a Minecraft pig for 500 million. It's yours forever. <laughs> yeah, it's that's your pig right there. Yeah. Don't cook it, get pork chop. Um, they're not doing that. So that's good, isn't it? Thank God. Like, yeah, it's a slip. That could have been a real turning point. Yes, was. Yeah, is guess what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it, it could be a very slippery slope um, for the video game industry um, if something like that happened. Um, but yeah, it's just a, just a big chunky boy, Mojang, saying no to NFTs, um, <laughs> which is good. Like, right. I, I don't know if NFTs are inherently a bad thing for like industries or whatever, but I don't know. I just don't really feel like it's something to commit to right now um i don't know yeah it's it's kind of a weird one it's uh, it, everyone you know, is still kind of unfamiliar with with this sort of territory and how it will affect things in the future so is but like the the big argument against nfts is that like people feel that they're very very exploitative a lot of people are already misusing it you know for scams um, yeah exactly yeah and it's very very environmentally damaging um so so those are kind of the the bad things about it and let's face it it's in the name of the rich getting richer nobody mm. who's poor is going to make money out of an nft because you have no risk safety net mm-hmm. um so True. that's like why people are like this is like fuck this because it, like millionaires are just gonna buy some for two hundred and fifty thousand and then resell it to some other fucking idiot for two million <laughs> do, like, <laughs> do you know what i mean like for a jpeg so like I've got absolutely no interest in this kind of thing. Um, I think you know, we've spoken about the idea of like, there's this, there's this kind of like interesting allure to like ownership and the idea of like carrying, like, you know, let's say you own, like you have a king, cool sunglasses, NFT sunglasses. And because you own them, they're supported in every game. That's like perfect world future where NFTs are integrated. You yeah. buy something, you own it, and it goes. You can use it everywhere, but that's not a trajectory that we're on. Nor is it a future that we're anywhere near. And that, of course, doesn't account for the costs and the limitations to people 
and to the environment that, that would come with it. It's just like, it's not, it's just not worth the trade-off. Like, to no. most people, they look at this shit and they're like, it's not worth the trade-off. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad they, they, they did that. Um, and they did it in such a forceful way as well. Completely rejecting NFTs. <laughs> not saying, always saying no to NFTs for now. It's like, we're rejecting that shit. Get it out of my personal space. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, look at look at what they've said here. Like, quote to quote, uh, the speculative pricing and investment mentality around NFTs takes the focus away from playing the game and encourages profiteering, which we think is inconsistent with the long-term joy and success of our players. Exactly. Yeah. Gaming is... What needs to be said. Gaming is a hobby that is meant for fun at the end of the day. Um, if anything, you pump money kind of into it, um, not to get out of it if that makes sense you don't put money in to get a return on it and that's and that's what it will become if you start introducing nfts it'd be like i'm not having fun unless i'm making a decent return you know it's just like no it's, it's that's right yeah so works. we're just gambling now aren't we like yeah, exactly um yeah it's like it's escapism yeah it's not not gambling and i think you know those those lines start to get blurred if we start to uh, embrace this sort of future so good good on your minecraft good on your xbox um ain't no problems ain't no problems here yeah oh last story for <laughs> good i'm so old <laughs> uh our story for today, my dude, is uh, our Zenimax Online. This has got to be the studio that we've like speculated. Like, like mm. we've got about Zenimax is like the faintest, wispiest fart, and we, <laughs> we've dragged it out so much. We really have. We've talked about. They're probably a name that's popped up in our podcast. Yeah, some of the most, like aside from like Starfield and Redfall and and all that like Zenimax are up there like they really are making moves there's a big mystery and the only reason I bring it up I think it was um, our our good good friend of the show I can say that now uh, from from uh, Tamar on Twitter um, had posted Mm. a LinkedIn um, posting like you know job posting from Zenimax Online uh, in which the lead content designer at Zenimax Online Colin Campbell said this is the kind of opportunity that comes along so rarely. Lead concept artist on a new AAA IP powered by the backing of Zenimax and Microsoft. IP is amazing. I can't say enough about how much I love this team. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean? Star Wars, mate. Yeah, maybe. It's right? got to be. That's the hopium that we're all on. <laughs> the hopium. <laughs> That's yeah. good. It's like Mandalorian game. Let's go. Uh, I'm so doubtful, but well, what do you think it is? What are your? I think it's probably an original thing. Probably an original thing. I I think. Much as we've spoken about the idea of like Zenimax doing this kind of like Mandalorian game, I I just find it really difficult to believe. So I I reckon they're kind of doing their own thing. So I think Elder Scrolls Online is the only thing this team has ever made. Mm. Um. But like maybe they're doing you could follow that pattern and say maybe they're doing um like an internal IP. If they were doing something else, uh, not like Elder Scrolls, but maybe they were doing something like in the Doom universe, right? Or if they were doing something in 
any of the other universes that Bethesda have. Uh, Fallout yeah. universe, I don't know. Oh, sorry, I guess they are doing Fallout 76. Sorry, I totally blanked on that. Um, they're obviously running Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76. Uh, Dishonored IP, I don't know. Like There are a lot of IPs that they do internally, um, but maybe that's also in, an indication of the contrary, right? That they've done a lot of internal stuff, now they're doing their own IP, and they're in love with it and what they're doing, but potentially it's licensed as well. Hmm. And do you think do you think with the vibe they're going for and stuff, do you think it's going to be another MMO, or do you think they're going to go into a, a, a different genre with this one? I think it's. I, I think they've never done it. I don't think they'll do a single play thing. I think they'll do a shared world something. I think they'll. I think they're going to de scope a bit. Go okay. for the Destiny, because that is yeah. something which surprisingly no one else has managed to do properly yet, barring maybe the Division Two, which yeah. obviously has not retained in the same way, but it had good critical success. Yeah, I think third, that's what they'll yeah, do. Like person. de-scope from MMO shared world yeah yeah i could see that yeah i i i don't think it would be anything more drastic than that i don't think they're going to go down a first person uh like sort of perspective or anything like that i think they'll still keep it like third person and still keep it rpg related and stuff like that i mean um like games a first person you could argue they do both i guess most people play fallout in first person yeah, I guess. And most people play ESO, I think, in third. But yeah, maybe. I guess yeah. they yeah, I guess they both do. But I mean, is that just because it's been done on the Bethesda engine? Which Yeah, right. Just I mean I does I guess both, naturally. Yeah. I guess the takeaway is that they're capable of doing both both right, I reckon. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Both. Yeah. True. Um like we've we spoken about this kind of idea of like that bounty hunter in the Star Wars universe, like Mandalorian IP, like that would be that would be fucking ideal. And as someone who like we spoke about it on the show, you know, in the last two months, I've watched Mando season one and two twice, <laughs> um, mm. and like I, I've like very quickly become very very invested in in that IP. Um, so that would be fantastic. But I just I like I think it is a big old huff of hopium that I am having there. <laughs> I just Yo, I'm getting like, high, dude. I'm staying. He, I, I guess literally the only thing that I can think that really supports that, like that's like grounded, that we like is empirical, is that we know Bethesda have struck a deal with Disney on one thing, and that's Machine Games doing Young Jones. Mm. Um, so maybe when they were at the table making those deals, they were like, "We also want Mandalorian to be explored more. Could one of your studios take this on board?" And they said, "Let me introduce you to the Zenimax Online team." Um, yeah, you know, so I think that's the only thing that I could really point to that, like, is actually grounded. But you know, it's very, it's very Still, wispy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stay on it though until until it's revealed. I'm gonna keep my hopes up and hope it's a Star Wars related IP, like yeah. Mando. Um, yeah. Until it's officially revealed, I like, I like to be that kind of guy and speculate. I think it's fun. I agree, Tim. I think it's fun as well. Um. I suppose, like, and this is the thing, because I'm obviously, um, I've got a boy due at the end of the year. I'm, like, going to be a dad gamer, probably. Oh, yeah. Um, And what that means is that I probably am not going to have time to juggle lots of different multiplayer games or competitive game. It's it's, the reason why people love Destiny so much, I think, because it's, like, a reasonably 
don't want to say low commitment. It's just low. It's low effort, right? You don't need to, unless you're getting into a real end game territory. Destiny is relatively low effort if you're not committing to getting six people online and doing like a three hour raid or anything like that. If you're just hopping on for strikes, you're hopping on for the nightfall or you know something like that. It is quite low effort to do. Um, and it's just shooty shooty space magic, you know. Everyone's familiar with that. It's not, it's not a formula that people need to um, adapt to and get used to. Um, so yeah, it does feel that yeah. role, I think. But it, it's simple in that sense, isn't it? There's like simplicity to having one main game that you enjoy, and you hop onto that when you've got a bit of free time. And there's, you know, there's options in that game. You can just go on a quick strike for 15 minutes. Oh, your friends are online. Let's get everyone in for a couple of hours. You know, there's there's flexibility with that sort of game. And for whatever reason, we can't get back into Destiny, even though we loved it back in the day. It ticks all our literally all our boxes. Mm. Um, but we just cannot get back into it. Never we try. I feel like we if we to stick with it, I feel like if we got our friends to do it, I feel like if we got like a solid three, four people or five, and we could commit to a raid without having to do randoms and search online, I feel like we could we could have given it a better effort, and it might have stuck a bit more. But it was just me and you, wasn't it? That was it. No one else was was committing with us. I think we had one, we had one of our friends with us. We had Caden with us, didn't we? I don't. Not for very long. I, he wasn't into it. Not nearly as much as us, which says a lot, considering we didn't really have our hearts in it. Um, he, he was only around for like one, maybe two play sessions. I don't think he really gave it much of a go. Just hard to get back into these games, isn't it? it what, is. That's the thing. Once you fall out of it, it's hard to get back into them because um, it just feels so overwhelming, and you feel like you're so far behind that it's just like pointless. Um, yeah, definitely. That's the problem. So, where I was going with all of this is that I would like for there to be an X. Ex- doesn't have to be Xbox exclusive, but you know, I would like it to be in Games Pass <laughs> and like to come with lots of like affordable benefits. Um, yeah. For there to be like a nice live service that I could play with like low commitment and hop into like that it's, you know especially for maybe the first year um my little baby being being small um so yeah. that's what i'm kind of thinking <laughs> like I, you know hopefully Zenimax can make something um that does click with me like that um Definitely. it's kind of and it's kind of their mo as well because uh, you know people do like eso um it's not for us because it's very mmoe um yeah. fallout 76 is like uh, fallout 76 it's better it's still too mmob for me i would like a tighter dead world game basically mm-hmm. yeah yeah we're, we're looking for that like hybrid like we like mmo but not too mmo and we also like destiny so just somewhere in the middle of there just like a tighter less mmo experience come on we're not that fussy yeah. Just do it. <laughs> make a game for me. Make it. Make that game for me. Yeah. Make Don't it for worry Tim. About anyone else. That's it. Make it for Tim and Deck. <laughs> no, just Tim. I don't have a little Tim. one on the way. Just for Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my game to be full of short skirts. All right. <laughs> oh fuck's sake, man! Why are you outing me? Why'd you have to do me um, dirty like that? And bang the jingle, please. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, we're gonna wind down now. All right, jingles banging. Excellent. Okay, 
Well, if you've stuck with us through to the end today, we really appreciate it. Um, um, I remind you once again, please do give that like button a little tap. It really helps us out. If you're listening to us on a podcast, give us a little five star there or whatever it is. That would be so good. Other than that, guys, we stream every Sunday around mm-hmm. half twelve our time. That's BST. Um, know what your time is sorry not very good with time zones it's like four in the morning isn't it est something like that but if you doesn't matter if you subscribed to our youtube channel you can see our upcoming streams and stuff can you schedule like (laughs) no you can't schedule that on streaming platforms can you you just upload it the the audio yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's right but if you were to scroll to our youtube you can see that we post our scheduled stream ahead of time i don't know when you normally do it you normally do a couple days before but you can see it, and you can figure it out, and then you can be there. You can be there on time and watch us live. Be there on time. Exactly, and you can speak to us. You know, you can get involved in the chat. That would be cool. So come yeah. say hi. Yeah. We'd love that. Any closing thoughts, Tim? Mm. <laughs> Not really. I just had a weird noise. No. No closing thoughts for me. Did it come from your body, or did it come from somewhere else? It came from my body. Okay. I hope. <laughs> Just yeah. It's, yeah, that's just the flesh, flesh clown. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today, everybody. We'll catch you next week for episode sixty-three. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.